Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. God bless you. Always a joy to come into your homes. And if you're ever in our area, I hope you'll stop by and be a part of one of our services. I promise you it will make you feel right at home. But thanks for tuning in today. I like to get started each week with something kind of funny. And this was sent to me from a senior citizen's home. It's about a 92-year-old man. He wasn't feeling well one day. And so he decided to go to the doctor and have a checkup. A few days later, the doctor saw him out walking down the street with a beautiful young lady by his side. And he seemed to be just as happy as can be. And the doctor was kind of surprised. He said, wow, you sure are doing a lot better. The man said, yes, doctor, I just took your orders. You said, get a hot mama and stay cheerful. The doctor said, I didn't say that. I said, you got a heart murmur, be careful. (laughs) All right, hold up your Bible, say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I want to talk to you today about how God wants to finish what He started in your life. We all have things that we would consider to be incompletions. Dreams that have not yet come to pass. Promises that we're standing on in our health, in our finances, in our family. Maybe it's a child that's gotten off course. We've been praying and believing, but it's been so long, now we're tempted to think that it's never going to happen. Or maybe we have a dream to get out of debt, a dream to buy a new home, a dream to start a business, but we've had so many obstacles. Every time we try to go forward, something comes against us. And now these disappointments, these setbacks have caused us to get complacent. We just accept the fact that it's probably not going to happen for me. But I want to encourage you today. God is called the author and the finisher of our faith. Anything he begins, any dream he puts in your heart, the good news is if God started it, he's well able to finish it. It may not look like it's going to happen. It may be taking a long time, but if you will stay in faith, if you will keep your hopes up, God has promised he will complete your incompletions. I want you to get a vision of that today. You may have a dream to get married. It's been a long time and you've been through other relationships that didn't work out. You're tempted to think, well, I guess this is just not for me. I don't think I'll ever meet anybody. No, you've got to keep your hopes up. God still has somebody great he wants to bring into your life. And instead of giving up on that, going around discouraged, thinking it's never going to work out. I don't see how I could get out of debt or I don't think my dreams will happen. No, our attitude should be, God, I know you are a God of completion. I know what you started in my life, you will finish. So I just want to thank you that every dream, every desire, every promise you put in me, you will bring it to pass. Deep down in here, we have to be convinced that no matter how long it takes, no matter how impossible it looks, we don't have to get discouraged. We don't have to give up. We know that God is the author 
and the finisher of our faith, and he will bring it to completion. I think about my brother Paul. He has a son that at one time got a little off course. He's a fine young man, but he just got into some things that he shouldn't have gotten into. And for years, Paul did everything he could. He prayed, he believed, he reached out to him. When he needed help, he was there. But it seemed like the more Paul did, the worse off his son got. And that's the way the enemy works. When he sees you dig your heels in and do your best, he'll do everything he can to try to get you to give up. You know why? Because he knows God is a God of completion. He knows God has a way to turn it all around. And so he'll do everything he can to try to get us discouraged, telling us these lies like it's never going to happen. You might as well just accept the fact your child's never going to do right or you're never going to be healthy. You've had that sickness 10 years. Your business will never be blessed. You've got too many competitors. The first place we lose the battle is in our own thinking. We have to learn to get rid of those thoughts and just say, God, I want to thank you that you will complete everything you started. I want to thank you that every promise you put in me, I will see that fulfilled. And that's what Paul did. Not for weeks, not for months, but year after year, hoping, praying, expecting one day his son would get back on the right course. He had a vision of him serving God, being productive, fulfilling his destiny. Do you know today Paul is seeing that vision come to pass? His son is going to graduate from a prestigious university. We know he's going to go on to do great things in life. But why did it happen? Because Paul dared to believe. He refused to give up. He knew God is a God of completion. And I want us to have a new determination that we're going to hold on to everything God's put in our heart. It doesn't matter if it's been 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, God can still bring it to pass. I don't know about you, but I'm going to die in faith. I'm going to die believing that every single promise, every dream, every desire God's put in me, that I will see that fulfilled. And some of you today... You need to get this new fire. You've given up on a dream. You gave up on a child. Or maybe you're tempted to give up on the thought that you could live an abundant life. Do you need to draw that line in the sand and say, this is a new day. I may have given up temporarily, but now I know God wants to finish what he started in me. So I'm going to go out each day in faith, with expectancy, believing that every promise in my heart will come to pass. This is what Joseph did. God put a dream that one day he would do great things. One day he would be in leadership. But Joseph's life went just in the opposite direction. Everything that could go wrong did. And when God puts a promise in your heart, don't be surprised if you face opposition. Don't be surprised if all kinds of adversity comes against you. The scripture says the enemy comes immediately to try to steal the seed out of our hearts. He wants us to give up and think that it's never going to happen. Joseph was sold into slavery and he was mistreated and lied about and forsaken. If anyone had a reason to give up, it would have been Joseph. He could have said, God, I thought you put a dream in my heart, but I must not have heard right because the whole bottom has fallen out. No, Joseph understood this principle that God is a God of completion, that he finishes what he starts In the natural, Joseph didn't have any reason to be encouraged, didn't have any reason to be positive and hopeful. 
But Joseph wasn't focused on the natural. He knew God was a supernatural God. And in the end, some 13 years later, because he believed, because he stayed in faith, he saw God bring to completion exactly what he started in his life. God wants to do the same thing for each one of us. But some of you have allowed your disappointments and the unfair things that have happened to steal your dream. Maybe somebody mistreated you. Somebody lied about you and tried to ruin your reputation. And at one point, you knew God was going to turn it around. You knew God was going to vindicate you. But now it's been year after year and you've lost your fire. You've lost your enthusiasm. But God is saying to us today, I am a God of completion. I finish what I start. And if you'll get your hopes up and start believing again, I'll do for you what I did for Joseph. I'll take what was meant for your harm and I will use it to your advantage. See, no matter what's come against you, no matter how long it's been or how unfair it was, God still has a way to turn it around and bring to completion what he's put in your heart. And the scripture tells us to hold fast the profession of our faith. It indicates something's trying to pull it away, like a tug of war. In other words, disappointments are on the other end, pulling, trying to get us to give up. It didn't work out. You didn't get the promotion. You didn't qualify for the new home. It's never going to happen. Just forget it. Time is on the other end, pulling. It's been so long. Negative voices. You don't have what it takes. You come from the wrong side of the tracks. The doctor's report says you're not going to make it. All these things constantly coming against us. Why? To try to steal the dream out of our heart. And if you're going to fulfill your destiny, you have to hold fast. Grip it tightly. Have the attitude, nothing is going to cause me to give up. God's put this promise in me, and as long as I have breath, I'm going to believe that he will bring it to pass. Abraham waited, Abraham waited 20 years to see his promise. Now I'm sure there were many mornings he thought, I must not have heard God right. It's never going to happen. Besides, I'm too old to have a child. No, he had to do just what we have to do. He had to get up and shake off doubt, shake off unbelief. Instead of complaining, I can hear him saying, Father, I want to thank you that you're at work in my life. Even though this looks impossible, even though it's taken a long time, I know you always finish what you start. And so I just want to thank you that my child is on its way. It says he grew strong in faith by giving praise and thanksgiving to God. And all through the day, we should not only thank God for what he's already done, but let's thank him in advance for what he's going to do. Thank him that he's going to bring your dreams to pass. Thank him that he's arranging things in your favor. Learn to thank him that he's a God of completion. The scripture says here in Philippians 1.6, be confident of this. He that began a good work in you will continue to perform it until it's perfectly complete. Notice that saying that God is constantly working behind the scenes in our lives. Why? So he can bring his promises to completion. What can stop it? When we get negative, when we quit believing and we don't think that it's going to happen. But understand, God's dream is to bring to completion every promise he's put in you. He wants to give you the desires of your heart. In the natural, like Abraham, it may look impossible. Circumstances may be trying to push you down. But you've got to know God can make a way even when it looks like there is no way. 
And when you're tempted to be discouraged, you need to remind yourself who's at work in your life. He's called El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. He's called Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. And your enemies may be powerful, but our God is all powerful. No person can stand against him. No circumstance is too difficult. When we believe all the forces of darkness cannot keep God from bringing our dreams to pass. And it'll help you to stay encouraged. If all through the day, you'll just meditate on the fact that right now, the creator of the universe, almighty God, is working behind the scenes in my life. Right now, he's working on ways to bring about the promises that he's put in me. It says, be confident of this. What are we to be confident about? The fact that God is a God of completion. It's saying in effect, you may have some doubts in other areas, but be sure of this one thing. Know this beyond a shadow of a doubt, what God started in your life, he will bring to completion. Why don't you get a vision for it? That child you're praying for, see him serving God. That marriage that's on the rocks, see it restored. The business is slow. See it successful. Well, Joel, I don't know if this will happen for me. I've had a lot of setbacks. Didn't get the promotion I wanted last year. Doctor told me he didn't know if I'd make it. No, it's not going to happen with that kind of attitude. The problem is you are not confident that God's working in your life. You got to be convinced that God will complete your incompletions. You got to know deep down in here that it's not over until God says it's over. It doesn't matter how long it's been or how many obstacles you've had, God is in the finishing business. And the dream that's in your heart, the promise that's on the inside, God not only put it there, he has every intention of bringing it to pass. He already has solutions. He's constantly working, arranging things in your favor. I'm asking you today to get in agreement with God. Believe that your best days are still in front of you. Expect good things. Know that he is a God of completion. The scripture says, God will continually work on our behalf until it's perfectly complete. I like that. Not halfway complete, not three-fourths of the way. God doesn't want you to be a little happy, a little blessed, a little healthy. He doesn't want part of your dreams to come to pass. God wants you to realize the fulfillment of everything that he's placed in your heart. He wants you to be perfectly complete. My brother Paul, he could have had the attitude, well, my son's not being productive. He's not fulfilling his destiny, but at least he's not in trouble. At least he's making it. No, Paul knew God would complete what he started, that his son could become everything God created him to be, not halfway, not three-fourths, but perfectly complete. And too often we settle. Well, God, I really believe you want me to prosper. And at one time I thought I could get out of debt, but gas is so high and my business is so slow, I think I'd just be happy if I could pay my bills. No, I realize we need to be content. But what I'm saying is don't settle where you are. Don't give up on what God has put in your heart. It may not happen overnight, but remember, as long as you stay in faith, God is constantly working to bring to completion the promises he's put in your heart. Abraham could have said, God, we had this other child, Ishmael, our servant, Hagar. It's not exactly what you promised, but it's okay. We love him. He's a son too. No, it's not complete if you have to make excuses. 
It's not complete if you have to talk yourself into it. Hell, God, I really wanted to get married, but I'm getting kind of older. I guess I'll just settle for being single. Nothing wrong with that. No, again, be content, but keep that dream alive. Have the attitude, God, I know you put this desire in me, and I believe that you always finish what you start. So I want to thank you that even today, you're working behind the scenes, arranging things in my favor, and at the right time, you'll bring the perfect person into my life. And then all through the day, instead of worrying, wondering if it's ever going to happen, just under your breath, thank God that he's the author and the finisher of your faith. In the Old Testament, there's a man by the name of Zerubbabel. God put in him a desire to rebuild the temple. The whole city had been destroyed, and now he came back and laid the foundation. But the problem was the people were not for him. They didn't want the temple rebuilt. And so they went to the lawyers and the judges and they got a decree telling him to stop. And this is what happens many times. God puts a promise in our heart and all of our opponents come out of the woodwork trying to discourage us, trying to talk us out of it. Some of his own men said, Zerubbabel, we're not able to do this. The task is too great. And they just gave up. And for 10 years, there was no work done on the temple. I can imagine Zerubbabel week after week went by the piece of property and saw the empty foundation, the material stacked up, the stone, the lumber, looked like a big waste. I'm sure he must have thought, God, I started out so good. I laid the foundation. I had these big dreams, but people came against me and I had so many obstacles. He's so down. He's so discouraged. But remember, God never starts something that he cannot finish. And it doesn't matter how long it's been. doesn't matter how many people have been against you. God still has a way of bringing your dreams to pass. Ten years later, a prophet came by by the name of Zechariah. He said, Zerubbabel, God sent me all this way to give you two words. Here's what they are. Begin again. All of a sudden, his faith was stirred. He said, you mean God can still bring this to pass? Do you know how long it's been? Do you know how many people are against me? Do you really think I can still do it? Zachariah said, I don't think you can. I know you can. God says, get started. I believe God's saying the same thing to each one of us. Begin again. Get your hopes up. Get your dreams back. You may be like him. You started out good. You laid the foundation, so to speak. You were so excited, but you had some opposition. Things didn't work out. Now it's been year after year. God is saying it's time to start believing again. Start praying again. Start expecting good things once again. Some of you wanted to buy a new home, but you didn't qualify. That was 10 years ago. God says, begin again. Some of you at one time, you believed you could overcome that addiction. But now it's been so long, you've gotten comfortable where you are. God says, begin again. Some of you had a dream to do something great with your life, to break out of the mold, to set a new standard, but you went through disappointments. Nobody encouraged you. Your family didn't get behind you. Now you don't think it could ever work out. But God is saying, it's not over until I say it's over. Begin again. Get a new vision for that today. It's interesting. Zechariah told Zerubbabel to go get the capstone. The capstone was the stone that was reserved as the final piece of stone that went into the building when it was finished. It was symbolic. 
It represented the completed project. Why was it important that he kept the capstone in front of him? Because every time he looked at it, it reminded him that God is a God of completion. When Zerubbabel was tired, when he was down, when he thought it was impossible, he'd go back over and look at the capstone. That was God saying to him, I will complete it. I've got a plan. I'm in control. Just keep on keeping on. Let me ask you today, do you have your capstone in front of you? Do you have something that represents the final piece to your dreams? Something that reminds you of it being completed, even if it's symbolic. I know a couple, their son was estranged. He'd been off course for years and years. They went and bought a Bible, had his name engraved on it. They put it on their coffee table. That was their capstone. Every time they walked by, they thought, it's just a matter of time. He's coming back home. God will finish what he started. A friend of mine is a pastor. He was going to build a new sanctuary. Before they even drew the plans, he went down to the building supply and he got a brick, the kind they were going to use on his building. He put it on his desk. Every time he saw it, that was God saying to him, you will do this. I will supply your needs. It will be completed. You can do the same thing. If you're believing for a new home, why don't you go get a brick? Get a key. Let it represent the finished product. You may have a dream to get married. Go buy a picture frame. Put it on your table in the living room. Every time you walk by, you say to yourself, that's where I'm going to put one of my wedding photos. It's important that you keep something in front of you that reminds you of the finished product. You got to see the dream completed. The second thing God told Zerubbabel was to speak favor over that capstone. He said, look at it and declare grace, grace. That tells me it's the favor of God that's going to bring our dreams to completion. And every day, we need to declare favor over our business, favor over our finances, favor over our children, favor over our health. When he started declaring favor, God said, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid this foundation and the hands of Zerubbabel will finish it. God says that to us. When you get the capstone out and you speak favor over it and you see it coming to pass, God says what you started, you will finish. It may have lied dormant for a long time. You may have had obstacles that have delayed it year after year. But remember, God always has the final say. And he's saying, I am a God of completion and you will see it come to pass. By this time, Zerubbabel was all fired up. He said, God, I'm excited. I've got my enthusiasm back, but I still really don't see how it can happen. I've still got these obstacles. It still looks impossible to me. Zechariah said, Zerubbabel, here's the key. It's not by might. It's not by power, but it's by the spirit of the living God. That word spirit in the Hebrew means breath. He was saying, in effect, it's not going to happen by our own ingenuity, by our own wisdom, by our own strength. It's going to happen because of the breath of God. In other words, God's going to breathe onto that project you're working on. He's going to breathe into your finances, breathe on that child that's not doing right. When you're tempted to get discouraged and wonder if it's ever going to happen, just remind yourself, as long as I'm in faith, as long as I'm believing, God is breathing his life into me. And when God breathes on you, you will have his favor. It's his favor that will cause it to come to completion. And I can see right now through my eyes of faith, somebody's business is beginning again. 
Somebody had a broken dream, but that fire is being relit and you're beginning again. Somebody was about to give up on a relationship, on a child, on a promise, but today you're beginning again. As you do this, God's going to breathe his favor into you in a greater way. You're going to see new things begin to happen. You laid the foundation and you will finish what you started. It's never too late. God is a faithful God. Now think about the prophet Elisha. He was promised a double portion of Elijah's anointing. In the scripture, there are seven major miracles attributed to Elijah. Well, Elisha is lying on his deathbed. He has 13 major miracles. Looks like he's one short. He needs 14 to have double. But God is a God of completion. He knows how to get you to where you need to be. He already has a plan. Elisha ended up dying without that final miracle. It looked like an incompletion. It looked like he didn't make it. But remember, it's not over until God says it's over. And they buried Elisha in an open grave. I can see them chiseling on his tombstone. He almost had a double portion. He almost fulfilled his destiny. One miracle short. But about that time, a man was killed in a battle. And the people he was with were passing by in a hurry and they saw the open grave where Elisha had been buried. And they said, just put the dead man in there by that old prophet. Save us some time. We're in a hurry. And so they lowered the dead man into the grave where Elisha was. But when his body touched Elisha's bones, the dead man came back to life. He stood up. He stood up and walked out of that grave. I can imagine his friends took off running. But there was miracle number 14. He got the final one he needed. And that tells me as long as we stay in faith, as long as we keep believing, every promise God's put in our heart will come to pass. Not even death can keep God from bringing it to completion. Some of you, at one time, you had a dream in your heart. You had promises you were standing on. But you went through obstacles and it's been so long, now you've given up. Down deep, you know that's an incompletion. You know you let go of that. I'm asking you today to get a new vision for it. Don't just see it the way it is. Get the capstone out. See it completed. See it fulfilled. Speak favor over it. When you're tempted to get discouraged, just turn it around. Say, Father, I want to thank you that you will finish what you started in my life. I know you are a God of completion. Remember, it's not by our own might, by our own power. It's because God is breathing his favor into our dreams. And if you will hold fast what God's put in your heart, if you'll be determined to go out each day in faith and expectancy, God's promised he will complete your incompletions. He'll be the author and the finisher of your faith. And I believe every promise, every dream, every desire in your heart, you will see that come to pass and you'll live that life of victory that God has in store. Amen. Do you receive it today? We never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He's going to take you places that you've never dreamed of. Thank you for listening to the Joel Osteen Podcast. 
Help us continue to share the message of hope with those all over the world. Visit joelosteen.com slash give hope to give a gift today. Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired all through the week. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.